You are listening to the Reality Steve podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all the latest info and behind the scenes juice on Katie's upcoming season of The Bachelorette and interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve. What's up, everybody? Welcome to podcast number 227. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. Got another Temptation Island-centric podcast for you this week. We've got the two women that are probably the most talked about two women of the singles on Temptation Island this season. The two women who were in the threesome with Kendall. That we've Nicole Cisak and Alexis Omen. And you will hear from them momentarily. It's a good one. So before we get started... Not a whole lot going on in Bachelor Nation. Not a ton to go over. So we'll just get right to it uh, with these girls. All I can say as of right now is filming started on Monday night at the Grand Tamaya in... I keep saying Grand. The Hyatt Tamaya in right outside of Albuquerque, New Mexico. And obviously it's very early. Uh, not a lot to report at this point. Um just off of things that have been told to me. And I, I know that's out there on social media in terms of some of the guys, the 34 men. If you did not see who the possible 34 men for Katie's season are, they're on my Instagram highlights. And they're also on my Twitter feed from Thursday. Um, I know that Tanner did not make the final cut, so he is not part of Katie's cast. I know a lot of people were really interested in Bow. But people are saying that Bao has responded to people. I haven't seen it, but I guess he has emailed people. Kind of shocked that guy didn't make the cut, but we just don't know. Um, but Tanner definitely didn't make it. And I don't know who got eliminated the first night. It's, you know, this we've got a month and a half. I know you guys want answers four seconds after it happens. We get this every season. And I tell you the same thing every season. You'll get your spoilers as I get them. You know, I just don't know everything right after it happens. It takes a little bit of time. So bear with me on that. And we'll just get started right now with podcast number 227. Okay, let's bring her in. She is one of the singles this season on Temptation Island uh, every Tuesday night on the USA Network at 10, 9 central. Her name is Nicole Cizak. Nicole, how are you? Hello, Reality Steve. I'm great. How are you? I am very well. And we've got a lot to discuss with you. You're, you're our, you and Alexis today are going to be the first singles I've had on the podcast. But um, oh. needless to say, I would, <laughs> I, if I were to, if I were to poll the viewers of Temptation Island this season and ask who are the probably the most polarizing female singles this season, I'd say it's you and Alexis. <laughs> uh, for sure. Love to hear it. <laughs> so before Definitely. we get into all that, before we dive into everything that's happened this season so far through six episodes. How did you mm -hmm. come about getting on this show? Had you watched previous seasons and applied or did they reach out to you? They found you on Instagram. How did it happen for you to get on Temptation Island season three? So basically, basically I had actually the weirdest manifestation story about Temptation Island. I have a best friend that lives on Maui and I always visited her. And one night she was like, you know what? I, 
I want you to binge watch this show. And I, I've been doing shows here and there. So I've always, you know, I feel like I'm an outsider with love. I can't find it in the real world. So why not do it on reality TV, right? Yeah. So my friend was like, you know, this, you know, this show is crazy. It totally fits your vibe. You know, let's watch it. We binge season one. We binge season two. And I was like, damn, this is this is a great show. It's a real raw show. And um, a couple months later, I was on my backstage account. And I saw Temptation Island season three of, you know, a casting thing. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I texted her. I was like, should I do it? And she's like, do it. And, you know, now here we are. And I, it's just a crazy story because I watched it and I didn't really think it would happen. And then a year later, I'm on it. And now I'm watching myself on it. It's just life works in the weirdest ways. But I'm so thankful that it happened because Temptation Island changed my life. Totally. <laughs> when you say other shows, what other shows have you done? Or been on? I did. I did this show on Quibi. Um, it was called Singled Out, and um, oh, okay. I did actually a bi. Yeah, I did um, a bi bisexual show. So I was the main dater, and I had girls and guys behind me, and it was basically a bunch of games. And I ended up picking someone at the end, this and that. But um, and then I've done like other TV little shows here and there. But I haven't gotten you know the big break, that big MTV or that big USA show. And yeah. Ti was the only one that. I saw and that, you know, I was really rocking with, with all the producers, casting agents and everything. It was awesome. Great production company, everything. So when you were accepted to go on this show and you knew you were going to be one of the singles and having watched the first two seasons, did you have any sort of game plan going in? Were you just like, I want to go out to Maui. I want to have fun. I'm going to do whatever I'm going to do, you know, cause you, you, you come across as a very type A personality. So it's, this probably wasn't like, you, you don't seem very shy whatsoever. So this is something <laughs> where it was like, were you just, were you just like, I just want to go and have fun. Or were you, were you legitimately set out on the show to be like, I would actually like to meet someone, which happened to be someone would be the person you would meet would be in a relationship. But, um, right. Right. No, totally. I went on it with my heart laying on my sleeve like I love falling in love like I said before I want to be able to go on a show and find love I've seen it everywhere on The Bachelor I've grown up watching reality TV both of my parents are from Poland they didn't really have that luxury of watching fun reality TV so growing up my mom was always into that because they're foreigners they don't really get that whole American lifestyle and I just I love seeing that on TV and I was like what if one day I could be that person and literally my whole life, I've always, it's funny because all of my hometown friends say like, Nicole, you were always going to be on TV. You're always going to find love somewhere or another. Cause I, like I said too, I'm an outcaster when it comes to love, you know, I want to find it and you know, we'll see what happens at the end of Temptation Island this season, but things are rolling. <laughs> yeah. So you, have you grew up in New Jersey? Were you born in the States or you came over? Yes. So early age. Yes. No, I, both of my parents came here, they met here. And then I'm actually first born in America out of my both sides. So all of my cousins and my grandparents are, and my aunts and uncles are still in Poland. And it's really just, you know, the main core family here. And it's, I've been the one to go through the entire American education system by myself. I had to figure out student loans. I had to figure out college. I had to figure out reality TV. So it's been, it's been a really, really long road, but you know, everything happens for a reason. I'm super blessed. If I'm not mistaken, when I looked on your Instagram page, it said you have you went to University of Arizona. Yes, yes. So I went. So I was. Um, 
I, I bounced around a lot with schools. I was a dancer my whole life. So in high school, I went to a performing arts school for dance and um, theater. And then for college, I couldn't, I just didn't want to stay in New Jersey anymore. It's, it's very hometowny. If you don't leave, then you'll never leave. Yeah. So I, um, it's crazy because, you know, everyone's always like, so what made you choose Arizona? And I'll be completely honest. One, the dance program is you know, top five in the United States. And two, I watched an I'm Schmacked video where everyone was partying, everyone had their tops off and everyone was drinking. And of course that sold me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I mean, Arizona state is known as the party school in Arizona, but I know U of A definitely, (laughs) uh, U of A definitely can get down as well. Um, When, so when you, when you got to the Island and you guys first did your introductions as singles, which of the men, caught your eye first of the four guys well so when i did my first liner right away Corey was the one that got me i, I saw his eyes his blue eyes and i was like that's my that's i'm going for it yeah. as soon as the mixer comes around i'm pushing all the girls i'm gonna go for him <laughs> um but also i'm not a very um i don't really look at looks that's just i'm go off of energy so when i really started to get to know the guys at the mixer I saw that Corey and I had a lot of similarities. He also went to school in Arizona. He also is Polish. He works in, you know, the nightlife. I love nightlife. So I, when I got to talk to him a little bit more, that's why I got so, you know, booked on him. <laughs> yeah. As we all saw. <laughs> well, you had the first date with Corey and um, it went yeah. well. You obviously were really into him. And then when the second dates came around, I forget who he asked, but it wasn't you, and you were not happy yeah. that he had asked somebody. Else. It was Amanda, right? That was Amanda was second date. He asked. Yes, it was Amanda. And yep, so, yep. and so, we see the scene of you in the back, and he comes out <laughs> to talk to you. Were you? To me, it seemed as a viewer, it seemed like the alcohol was talking. Like it seemed like you were pretty drunk. Oh and- yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, tequila, tequila is definitely coming out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, because you were—I mean, you were like, oh my! I mean, you were pretty broken up about a guy you've been on one date with. So I had assumed it was more alcohol induced. Right. Yeah. All day we were drinking. We were at the pool. But I think what also what hurt me the most, and I don't think it really was presented this way, was that he. I didn't know that second dates were picked and I felt, I just felt blindsided by him. I thought we had a great connection. I thought we had great conversations and then, you know, you go secretly to tell Amanda and I find out from one of the girls when we were in the bathroom or something, you know, it was something, it just like was a little slap in my face because I'm such an honest person. If I don't feel you, if I don't like with you, I'm going to tell you right away. That's me. I just don't like people that beat around the bush. And I think that's one of the main issues with Aaron and him is that they like, she wants him to, be this dominant person and to say all these things and he doesn't so as soon as I saw that side of him too I started to walk away because I want someone that wants me I don't want someone that's gonna just sit there and nod their head all the time gotcha okay so once you moved on from Corey how did the Kendall thing start because as viewers it seemed like it started out of you know nowhere but um I will say last night after the show uh, I watched Mark Wahlberg do his live with Kendall and Kendall was saying that there was a lot of stuff, a lot of good conversation that you had had with him that just hasn't been shown. Obviously we get one hour a week, which is actually 40 minutes a week and there's clearly hours and hours of footage. So can you explain to, (laughs) can you explain to the viewers and the listeners to the podcast exactly how your Kendall relationship started and what it was about Kendall that made you attracted to him? 
Right, right. Totally. So basically after that whole Corey, you know, drama simmered down, everyone was okay in the house. And, you know, I kind of sat there and I was like, all right, so what's the next part of my journey, right? What is the next thing I'm going to do? Because obviously Corey's and I's journey ended and um, I wanted to continue to be as good as a friend to him to help him. So I was like, all right, who do I start to talk to more? And actually Kendall was there for me that night when I was really upset about Corey. So I, that was the night that I was first was like, okay, um, he cares about me. He's calming me down and he's telling me not to be upset about it. Let's see how this goes. So after that, we had many conversations on the side. Him and I are very similar with business and personality type. We're always on, we're always go-getters, you know, we're work ethic. We're very determined to get where we want to get because we know we can get there. So him and I, we just have kept having these conversations. And then of course, you know, the night parties, we all have fun. And um, there was one night where uh, everyone was just talking about their secrets and stuff. And um, I told everyone I'm bisexual. I've been out since high school and it's very not new to me, but of course it's new to all my new fans and people that are <laughs> in the temptation island world. And um, Kendall was very intrigued by it. He thought that it was something new that he never heard of. So, you know, uh, the nights where we'd go, go get drunk, we would go in the confessional and all of us would, I'd kiss all the girls and be like, oh, Kendall, do you want this? You know, trying to play around. So it was, it's a Kendall and I relationship very flourished in a way with friendship and then on top of it, our conversations and then on top of fun. So I think it was just a mix of a lot and it sucks that no one can see all of that because it is, you know, it's beautiful to watch a, like relationships grow. But um, I definitely think it was a combination of a lot and that's how things came about the way they're coming about. <laughs> so you just talked about the fact that you were, you've been out since high school, um, that you were bisexual yeah. and obviously on the show you admitted you were bisexual as well. So I guess my two-part question is, who were you more attracted to, Alexis or Kendall? And then the second part of that is, who was for, who was the first one you were attracted to between the two of them? Well, of course, you know, I'm, I came on the show to find love with a man. But then you have these 12 single hot ladies and then their stories behind it. And of course, you know, I started getting crushes here and there because... We're also partying on top of it. Alcohol is flowing. Yeah. Um, but I could definitely tell you that it was definitely more geared towards Kendall. Um, and then, of course, when Alexis started opening up and she showed me a side that I've never seen before. And, you know, she showed me that she trusted me. And I that's, a you know, you have to have trust with relationships like that, especially if they're not in the same boat as me, where I'm very open with my sexuality. So um, I think definitely with Kendall in the beginning more than when the whole threesome happened, I think I got feelings for both of them very strong, very fast, because, you know, you'll see too, like within the next, you know, the last two episodes and the next couple episodes, we're all together all the time. Any corner you look in the background, it's me, Kendall and Alexis. We grew a great, great relationship. So whenever I get that question, it's very hard for me to answer because I just, I, I really like both of them. Okay. So how did you approach it with Alexis in letting her know that you were into her? Were you just throwing it out there hoping she'd reciprocate um, or did she just tell or could you tell from her body language that she was into it? How did it how did it come about with you and Alexis where you got to the point where you were comfortable enough to go in Kendall's uh first in this hot tub in his back and then obviously into bed? How did it come about? In bed, right. 
So I think that was the night. Um, it was elimination night. And then after we had the Las Vegas theme night, uh, energies were high. Kendall and Alexis already jokingly before that in the hot tubs would always be like, oh, like what friend is going to join us tonight? And of course, everyone would always point at me laughing at me because they knew that I was about that. So, um, wait, what was the question again? Now I lost my well, just train of thought. How it became, <laughs> how it became known oh, that you became. and Alexis were, could, could hook up or she was into you that way. Um, did right. you, she obviously knew you were bisexual at some point and then she, what said you, right. you were so flirting with her and she flirted basically. back. Yeah. So basically I think it was just a bunch of like flirting back and forth. And then when we got into that hot tub and we started playing all those games, truth or dare, um, she was very, attached my hip she was very comfortable very cuddly so um you know I started acting on that too and then of course you know when that dare of me kissing Alexis that was the big boom like I didn't think I you could see it in the clip she's really pushing on me I wasn't really pushing on her so that's when I really noticed like damn maybe she is about it should I try (laughs) so um and then you know throughout the night and you it's it's all over i mean there's it's on television she comes up to me and says do you want to come up and i say yeah and then right before we get in bed i asked her i'm like are you sure you want me to come into bed because it's not my place you know we all came here to find love i don't want to ruin your journey just because we all want to have fun but she said come on in and the rest is history (laughs) so the night the threesome happened you guys wanted it to happen right because it seemed like it was you yeah. and Alexis who were into each other and Kendall joined in. Now, granted, it was his room and his bed, so seemingly he was going to join in. But <laughs> you were you initially hoping it was just going to be you and Alexis with some time together hooking up? Or did you know that, okay, we're just waiting until Kendall gets in the bed? Like, that's just what's um, going to happen. Well, right, be- right, right, right. Right before uh, he got in the bed, Alexis and I were obviously doing what we were doing. And then, I, I mean, I think we all knew what was he was going to come in either or yeah. um and we all we all joked around too because all the guys had these nice beds and we didn't so we wanted to sleep somewhere nice and alexis of course got to sleep there all the time <laughs> so it was like we always had this joke and all this so i think we all were on the same page i mean at least uh, i think we were i think it's stupid i mean there's all on tv like it's very very i feel like it's like a game plan everything that happened it's very like a b c d you know yeah well and you know this may seem like a silly question but a threesome Mm -hmm. a threesome did happen correct this wasn't a situation where we just see the sheets pulled up and they're making the audience think something (laughs) happened but then you all went to sleep and passed out or something like there was definitely a threesome (laughs) that went on right Yes, yes. Okay. I'm not shy with that. Anyone could say what they want, but I know my truth. And yeah, of course, okay. um, kissing was happening. We all had, and I, I had a great time. It was one of my favorite experiences <laughs> out of my sex life. <laughs> so I don't know about them, but I'm happy. <laughs> okay. Um. So after that night, what was the dynamic like? Because Kendall went out on another date with Alexis I know, this week. And then I know we saw the convo this week as well of you telling them, yep. Hey, I'm here, you know, I'm here. If you guys meet me, we're, we're a thruple or whatever, but were there feelings developing there with Kendall where you were like, I wish, I wish he'd take me out one time. Yeah. Yeah. That's you're hitting it right on. I was, of course, you know, Alexis and I's friendship was very strong from day one, but, um, you know, after that, I did really think maybe he would just 
bring me on one just to try it out. And I was waiting patiently, but then I was like, ugh, like, I don't know. I don't want drama either. Of course, I, it's crazy that a Jersey girl is saying that, but I didn't want drama. So, um, and then I was, I just didn't want, I, I don't know. I, I feel like I, I maybe ruined my experience for doing that. But I, like I said, I feel like everything happens for a reason. Um, and things unfold the way they did. Why do, why do you say you think you ruined your experience? Because you got involved that way in a threesome that there was just no way that you were going to get asked out on a date solo? No, it's not that. I think it was more of like the whole Corey situation, me focusing and putting my entire energy within the first couple of days. Of course, you guys see it within an episode, right? But the first five, six days I spent with Corey, I was with him all the time, you know, went on a date with him, had like, it was just constantly. So I think like, I was so focused on wanting Corey to, you know, be with me. And I didn't give any of the other men a chance. And Kendall and I didn't get to flourish our relationship until the end where we start, you know, now we're starting to talk. Like he said to Mark yesterday, there's a lot of conversations that are not going to be probably shown, but you know, that's when, things started coming to life with Kendall and I's relationship. So I feel like that's just the one thing that sits in my head where I'm like, damn, if I would have just opened my heart out to all of them and played and seen everyone's vibes, maybe things would have changed dramatically, honestly. I, I don't expect you to um, badmouth any of the other two guys, which would be um, Tom or Julian. But I, as far as I know, mm -hmm. I don't think we've ever even seen you speak to either of them. I'm sure you did. Um, what were your thoughts on Tom and Julian? Um, Tom is actually one of my best friends. Uh, I love the kid. He is an Aries like me. So we are very dynamically energized the same. So him and I get along great. Julian is another great friend of mine. Uh, I really had some awesome conversations about him. I feel like my relationship with those two were more friendship and especially, you know, after this and everything we've just really i just feel like we've become a family all of us so i have nothing bad to say about them too and i i see tom almost all the time when i'm in la so okay what was the um vibe like or with the other women did you was there any butting heads because obviously your women are all competing uh for you know 12 women right. initially competing for for four guys was there any drama? We haven't seen any drama between the women, but was there any behind the scenes? Were was there any headbutting happening, or you you took my man, or I I, I want a chance? Anything? <laughs> it's actually really funny because of how things unfold. Amanda's one of my best friends right now. That girl has my heart, but her and I, honestly, in the beginning, I'll tell you, her and I really didn't like each other <laughs> because because of the Corey stuff. Because, because of the Corey stuff. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Yep, I was pissed, and she's just definitely gonna laugh because her and I laugh so hard about it now because it's it's comical to us. Again, like you said, it's we're all competing for four guys. It's a game for it's like, we're competing. This is like you know. So her and I just of course, and you know she's beautiful too. So I'm like, damn. I always was thinking to myself, I'm like, what's wrong with me? Meanwhile, I know there's nothing wrong with me. We're just you know doing a show, but otherwise, I didn't. You know, I really didn't want to go on Temptation Island with thinking I'm going to get into drama with anyone. And my mom was begging me. She's like, Nicole, do not be the stereotypical Jersey girl. <laughs> so I always, it's, even when I got drunk, I knew not to get into any fights. But I think like, like I said earlier too, I, we 
this season, I think, is one of the most diverse seasons ever. And that's what made us all become a family. And I think that's why no one has bad blood. I mean, there is something happening next week that uh, they uh, posted a preview on Instagram today. So you see a little insight of something that is going to happen. But uh, stay tuned for that. <laughs> the, uh, the, the clip about eliminations next week? That one? Yes, That's yes. Maya, yep, Maya says, yeah, she says, Maya says something about something going on in the house and it all unfolds. But otherwise, okay. yeah, nothing really crazy happens. <laughs> so, so now I want to ask you just about, because the biggest topic this season so far, because from what we have seen, the only quote unquote cheating that has been done has been Kendall with Alexis, Kendall with you. No one else has hooked up mm-hmm. up to this point, up through six episodes. I think last night we started to see, you know, it's like, you know, Sophia and, and Tom want to, uh, Chelsea and Blake want to, and it's Chelsea even said last night, it's, all, it's a matter of when, not if anymore, that it happens right, with Blake. Right. So it looks like we're going to be getting that in the future episodes. But up to this point, Kendall is the most talked about person on the show, and America basically hates the guy. So I need you now yeah. to... One, I want you to talk. I want you to give a reason why America shouldn't hate Kendall. And number two, (laughs) I want you to basically take the perspective of if you were Erica, how would you be reacting to what Kendall is doing? Okay. So, um, all right. How do I say this? So, I, it's so hard with reality television. Like we were discussing before, there's so much that people don't see. So all these cuts and what you guys see of Kendall is done so that it could be shown in the way that people are reacting. Right. So yes, he, yes, he did cheat. Like, obviously like, but also let's talk about the concept of this show. Everyone Four couples that are at a crossroads come here to be single to date other people so yes the whole thing of this whole joke with no rules that's the whole concept of the show why go on this show if you're not gonna i mean of course don't cheat but then again then why are you coming on the show you're single you know so it's like this weird i just feel like people don't really understand what the show's premise is and then they get too caught up in oh my god they're dating like I don't know. I just, that's how I see it. So for people to like really hate on Kendall is at least for me, it's comical because I know the real at the end of the day. And, um, but I do love the way Erica's reacting. That girl has my heart entirely. Um, I know like I did what I did, but uh, I was having fun. You know, I came on the show to have fun and also fall in love. That was my main thing to go on this show why why would i go on it for anything else i want love i want to find a person so it's just you know i just sometimes i feel like people get too caught up with not not really understanding the show's premise and how genuine and everything is within the show it's not just you know we're not just characters in a video game it's our real lives you know so all of this bullying and all this shit that's going on everywhere is insane because it's it's not real life. It is real life, but it's not real life, and it's our life. So it's it's just a lot, you know. And I I really feel bad for Kendall with all the things that have been happening. I just think people need need to be more open minded, and especially because I mean, come on, look at the era we're in. Like, there's so much happening in life, and you know, if someone's gonna go on national television, cheat on their girlfriend on national television, so be it. There's people doing it every day to their husband and wives behind closed doors. 
You know what I mean? That's just how I feel. But yeah, at I, the end of the day, I, 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 I totally think that the way Erica has been going about everything is so beautiful because I'm so about female empowerment. I'm so about I've, I've been through a toxic relationship like she has. So I really feel for her. I get I get what Kendall is doing to her, but I also understand why Kendall's doing it because he wants the best for her. So there's just so many elements within all of the, within the part question that you asked me, but I just feel like my biggest answer is if everyone had an open heart and an open heart, I feel like the world would not be this hateful. Okay. So Kendall has said it, you just said it there. And I'm, this is what I'm trying to understand when, when Kendall says, I want the best for Erica, I I'm, I'm confused at what that means because he can want the best for Erica, but but not have sex with somebody else. Like my whole thing with with what right. what what happened is and and kind of what you said, like the whole concept of the show is to go on and date other people. That's exactly right. I agree with that. However, right. there's there's a difference between forming a connection with Alexis and being like wow, and you know maybe some kissing and some handholding, but. You know, having sex with someone every night and 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 also including a threesome in there, I think that's what the fans right. are just like. That didn't have to happen. If he wants to fall for Alexis, by all means, that's the whole point of the show. Is maybe Erica, right. who I've been with for two and a half years, isn't who I thought she was. And wow, this this Alexis girl is just you know blown me away for you know a month that I'm with her. Um, I think that's still debatable right. as well. That you don't you're really going to dump a girlfriend of two and a half years for maybe for someone that you've known for a month, like. There's that debate. Um, right. So that's, so I, think I, that's the whole I thing. agree completely. Yeah. Right. I, no. And I, which I will tell you this and this might get me a little bit in trouble, but I genuinely feel like even Alexis too, I think they just wanted a physical thing for a hot second there. You know, mm-hmm. I, I just, you know, I, and I've like talked about this with several people. I feel like even the clips with them having conversations, it's not even genuine. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like Alexis and Kendall's relationship was very not what he wanted out of this experience. I think, and that's one of the main, the, going back to our previous conversation earlier, I think that's what pissed me and him off the most is that we could have had those conversations and those big talks and those, you know, to open up his mind and to really realize what he wants for Erica. And then I feel like with Alexis, she really didn't do that. And that's why it became only physical, if that makes sense. So that's where I sit, so, you know, step back and, or not step back, step forward. And that's what makes me pissed is like, you know, you go on the show thinking that you're going to actually find a real love connection. And then you see these two not really, having a real connection at least for me when i was in the house looking at it all i saw was like you said them having sex and them just hurting erica so i don't know that's Mm. where i kind of lie with it i'm in a weird spot too because it it makes me mad because i really was opening my heart to everyone and telling my true story and um i don't know that's just i i totally understand where the fans and every and the viewers see i get that but there's also other things like when you really look into it, I'm like, do they even really have like a relationship? Like, I, I don't know. That's just how I feel. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, look <clears throat> clearly, I mean, the big thing with Kendall all season has been, Hey, we have no rules and I get that. And he, he made no rules, right. but you have another couple on the Island, uh, probably a couple of them, definitely Tom and Chelsea, who literally said in the first episode, we agreed no hand, you know, no kissing, no sex and no one, yep. in the, and no one in, no one else in your bed. 
And so right. they come on the show with completely different. I mean, they're they're all on the same show. They're all on Temptation Island, but they set standards and they set rules. And everybody thinks that seems to think that Kendall didn't set any rules because he wanted to be able to do what he wanted to do, which is exactly what we've seen. Him, right. Him have set like I'm right. laying down no rules. So technically I'm not cheating. Well, yeah, because this is exactly seemingly what you set out to do. That's where people, I think, have the disconnect with Kendall. And trust me, I've listened to a lot of his interviews. I listened to the one last night with Mark, and I'm just still trying to put my I'm I'm trying to wrap my brain around how he's justifying because he still comes off as very cavalier about what he did. It's it seemed like last night he when Mark asked him last night, he seemingly had a little bit more or more like. I would have done things differently now that I see how it hurt Erica. But again, I, I, I don't know how he couldn't have yeah, seen no, that when no. he's out on the Island. How does he not think that was going to hurt Erica? You know? Right. I mean, it, he is definitely, I'll say he's a man of his words. He will not go back on anything. He says he, he's like me. We believe everything happens for a reason and we stand up for what we stand, you know, yeah. but you know, and I, I'm going to say this too. I, genuinely think too Kendall went in it with a wrong mindset and it hit him way too late and it did Mm. the same thing with me and I just think that's the whole I mean also you have to think about it this is not just a reality show this is a social experiment who does this in the real world no one yeah nobody so (laughs) I just right exactly so just I just and it sucks like it really sucks to see that he is also start and I know he's starting to notice it. I think a lot of people are starting to notice that he's noticing shit did I just go about all of this you know incorrectly without think like you're saying without thinking that it's gonna hurt Erica which I also was getting pissed at him and it's funny that people now like everyone's saying like there's conversations that no one sees because you know producers uh, decide not to post it but there's a conversation with Kendall and I where I get in a you know in a little argument with him where um I heard overheard him saying that if Erica was the one to do something on island um he would be done with her or something like that and I got in an argument with him and I said yeah, but t- how does that justify all your actions yeah. right so I and I'm a very feminist woman so that pissed me off and then I was like that's just a fucking double standard like you're just being a dick now because you're just being like, you know, one-on-one man. Like, no, it's actually uh, 2021. Life is different now. Women can have the same fucking standards as men. So I just think he just dove in it so incorrectly and then noticed halfway through it. And now he's doing a lot of understanding, figuring things out and all that. But it is a very difficult way of to understand it. Like, I feel like I still don't understand it and I'm trying to learn it. I think it's everyone's doing self-reflection right now at the end of the day. I think it's just we all need to figure out what we need in our lives and how to go about our lives, because obviously love hasn't been working out. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's it's this show is because here, look, there there's the television aspect of it was if, you know, four couples, you know, God love them because they're providing us the entertainment because this normally would not happen in a real life. It's just like. If yeah. any four couples were having a crossroads in their relationship and deciding what to do and the television show Temptation Island wasn't out there, they would probably maybe go see a counselor, or maybe work it out themselves. They wouldn't do this. Exactly. So, so they're choosing exactly. so they're choosing to do this through a television show. And we know on a television show, let's be honest, if all four couples went out on that island and said, I'm not touching another person of the opposite sex that I'm living with and twiddled their thumbs for a month, 
it would be the most boring show on television. Nobody would watch. Exactly. Thank so, you for saying that. That's the other thing that makes me go crazy. Like all these fans are like, oh my God, I don't want anyone to do anything. I'm like, then what's the, what's the point of this show? What's the point of the producer's role there? I just don't, that, that, that's what I'm saying though. That's why people need to have a more open mind. I think just people don't think, they just, they just see the bare minimum and make it an accusation or make their assumption, which everyone is okay with their opinion. But at the end of the day, when you're saying all these mean stuff to one person or to a bunch of people, or you're saying something about the show, how disgusting it is and all this stuff, I'm like, you're the viewer and you're watching it. Then turn off your TV and watch something on like ABC. I don't know. Like, yeah. No, Great I mean, anatomy or <laughs> yeah, I you know look, I deal with it a lot with with the Bachelor Nation people. The fans have gotten out of control with the hate mm-hmm. and the trolling on on people's accounts. It's like if you're that mad at them, right. you, you know, if you if someone wants to form an opinion about you guys having a threesome and they want to form an opinion about you or form an opinion about Alexis, that's fine. But they don't need to they don't need to write it on your Instagram page and call you names or whatever the hell's happened. They yeah. can just think it and unfollow you and not watch the show. They don't ha- That's my whole exactly. thing is people don't have to express <laughs> it publicly, but that's, it's like the good and bad of social media uh, nowadays. Uh, exactly. That, that's certainly the bad. And end. freedom of speech. Yeah. You I mean, everyone has, right? <laughs> and then if you tell them like, why are you doing that? Oh, well, I freedom of speech, free country. I can do what I want. Uh, yeah, you can, you can, yep. but you can also show a little bit of restraint. You don't have to call somebody a name. Yeah publicly on instagram and i'm sure that's you know yeah. i'm sure you've gotten some stuff said about you like i mean i don't know but what oh is oh my gosh it's what is funny. the worst thing I've that you've gotten like this i this week was kind of bad i've been getting a lot of like lesbian mean like comments it's like like one person like wrote lesho or something like that like it was, and but the thing is like i said this earlier too like I've done this stuff in my life for so long. I grew up as a competitive dancer. I've been body shaped. I've been, mm. you know, called a slut. I've been seen as this person for my whole life. So when I see this stuff, and I'm also so self-aware and so into my self-love journey that when I see someone hating on me or I get a hate comment, that's their problem, not mine. I have no room for any negative energy, nothing about that. So I, you know, and then, but then again, I'm reading all these Temptation Island comments and I see that my friends are getting bullied and that's what hurts me more. I don't give a fuck about what people are saying about me, but when I'm seeing all my other friends that might not be as strong as me getting hurt, that's when it starts hurting because I don't want anyone to hurt when we did what we signed up for. I'm sorry that people don't like that we were being ourselves. Like, I'm, I'm not going to be ashamed for who I am. I'm proud of who I am. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a very, it's a very delicate balance because like I said, these people are complaining about the way people are acting on this show, but if they didn't act this way, mm-hmm. and like I said, everybody, nobody hooked up and everybody was like, was scared to cheat on their boyfriend. This would be, <laughs> this wouldn't even be a show. Nobody would, nobody would watch it. Wouldn't it. Be. It'd be, it'd yep. be boring as hell. And you know, I, yep. I, so I get it. And and to be honest with you, obviously I've covered all three seasons now. To be honest with you, through six episodes, mm-hmm. this is easily the tamest of the three seasons in terms of hookups or quote-unquote cheating. Yeah. Because the only person that's done anything so far has been Kendall. It looks like Tom and Chelsea may be getting there, and we don't know what's coming in the future. I, I'd i be shocked at this point if Julian did. It looks like Julian is is the guy that's, look, I'm here to not cheat and to prove to my girlfriend I'm I'm not a cheater, so... But whatever, I, that's that's his that's his journey. I don't know if Corey and Amanda are going to advance right. anywhere. But through six episodes, it's the tamest of the three seasons. You know, 
in terms of cheating. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's still very interesting to me. And I think to a lot of viewers, it's still fun to watch. Um, but for everybody, yeah, no, for everybody screaming I, that there's not enough cheating, yeah, I guess compared to the first two seasons, sure. Um, but right, right. I I don't think that. This I think is, that was another thing bad. for. Yeah, I think for us too. Like you guys, and obviously you can't see on our side, but that was one of the things this season too. Like the boys, they're committed. Yeah. You know, like it was hard. It was hard for us singles. Like I felt like like it, I don't know. It's hard for me to like really comment on that question without saying anything but i i it just i can tell you that it was very difficult and that's why you know i had to really think about how the fuck i can really make my journey you know important and worth it and valuable so you know it's yeah (laughs) yeah no i know and i don't like i said i don't know i don't know the spoilers i don't want to know what happens right Uh, we're, (laughs) we're about halfway through the season but you know, just on this week's episode, like I said, it looks like Tom maybe headed somewhere with Sophia, and it looks like Chelsea maybe right. headed somewhere with Blake. We just don't we don't know. Um, just going yeah. off of their actions, it seems like that's where it's headed. And these are two people in the first episode that said no kissing, no sex, and no one in your bed. And it now it seems like right. both now it seems like both of them are going to cheat. And I would assume if one of them does or both that they are not going to leave the island as a couple. But I, I don't know, and I don't want to know. But um, There's so much that's going to happen. Everyone has to just keep watching. Good, good. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm excited for it. I know that next week we've got uh, more eliminations coming. Um, there's only eight girls yep. left. I don't know how many uh, leave. But um, I think we're looking at, you know, look, Kendall's been on every date with uh, Alexis, Tom, outside mm-hmm. of his first date, every date he's been on is with Sophia. Corey, outside mm-hmm. of his first date, I think every date has been with Amanda, right? Or did he yeah. did he somebody else? <laughs> and then Julian has kind of been all over the map because I don't think, you know, like I said, Julian, I, I don't think it matters who he goes out with because he's not looking for right. a connection with anybody else. So um, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens <laughs> these last four episodes because it seems like we know who the four people like when you get to the overnight dates and you have to choose the final person to be with, it kind of seems like we know who the guys are going to choose. And I kind of think, let's see, Chelsea with Blake, um, Erica, I don't know who, Oh, uh, Erica, obviously Erica with Jesse. That's the only guy she goes out with. Um, uh, who's the, uh, Aaron, Aaron's kind of been, she's kind of had the the two guys that she has juggled Griffin and whatever. And then, um, and then Kristen, has actually taken the time to date a bunch of different guys. So I don't know who her final date is going to be with, but um, I'm very interested to see how this plays out. You obviously know. So I will, uh, I think I want (laughs) to thank you for coming on and talking about all this and, um, and wish you luck the rest of the season. Thank you for having me. (laughs) No, no problem. Um, Stay tuned. (laughs) Maybe some more tears coming out of my eyes. Uh Oh, uh Oh, all right. So, um, uh, Nicole, thank you so much uh, for coming on. I really appreciate it. No problem. And we'll be in touch. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, we'll be in touch. Thank you so much. You got it. Bye. Well, thank you to Nicole. Uh, she is, Definitely a bundle of energy. I love it. Um, I love how open she is. I love the fact that she has uh, zero filter and has no problem talking about any of this. So very excited that she came on and was able to give the perspective of it. And look, I get what the fans are saying, and I get the how upset they are with Kendall and the way 
he has come across on the show. But the the flip side is, do you want four couples that don't do anything? But I also see there's another but, and that's that I also see what you say when you say, look, he can develop a connection with somebody else. He doesn't have to go have sex with somebody else. And I get that. And I totally get that. And or and have and on top of that, throw on a threesome because it's completely disrespectful to Erica. And a lot of you seem to be loving the way Erica is handling herself. And I and I am, too. And you heard her on this podcast a couple weeks ago. Um, She's very seems to be very uh, confident and um, not appreciating what happened and would not take that disrespect uh, from Kendall. So you heard from one half of the thruple. Now let's get to the second half of the thruple with uh, Alexis. And here is the other single that we're going to have on the podcast this week. You see her on Temptation Island every Tuesday night, 10, 9 central on USA. It is Alexis Homan. Alexis, how are you? Hi, I'm doing good. (laughs) I want to first jump in with you with probably the number one thing, well, probably the number two thing asked (laughs) about you this season, and, and I'm... I'm sure it's come up. I'm sure people have asked you. I'm sure you've seen comments about it on Instagram and Twitter or whatever. I don't even know if you're on Twitter, but I'm sure you've had people ask you the spelling of your name. I <laughs> Is that is that something that you it was born that way or did you change it to be different? I was born that way. My mother spelt it just like that. Okay. Um and it's it's crazy because, you know, growing up, I've got nothing but compliments, and now it's like <laughs> complete opposite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's you're, now you're dealing with social media trolls uh, who just, yeah, right. I mean, it's just, I mean, I, the thing is, I've, you know, I'm 45 years old. I've never seen Alexis <laughs> spelled that way, ever. I've never, yeah. So I've, it was new to me for sure. I mean, Nicole has got a bunch of K's and Z's in her first and last name. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> right. <laughs> But yeah, Alexis uh, seems to be the, the 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 comment about her is just like I can't stand this girl because of her the way she spells her name. I'm like, yeah, okay, right. let's <laughs> let's not judge someone by the way how they you had no control over that, you know? Right. Um, where okay. where were you? Where are you originally from, or where are you based out of? Um, I'm originally from Washington State. Oh, okay. And are you in LA mm-hmm. now? Yes, okay. I've been here for four years. Yeah. Okay, so um, same thing I asked Nicole. How did you get involved with this show? How did you hear? Were you recruited, or um, and had you seen the show before? How did you get involved with season three? I actually never have seen the past seasons. Um, I my friend, he was actually on last season. Um, he said that I would be, you know, great. I would oh. probably make it on, and it was just I applied to be on the show, um, and I kind of just did it out of for fun um to see if i'd actually even make it and then i got on who who was your friend from last season um jose jose okay yeah. um so when you realized that you were getting cast and you had gone through the casting process and you had made it what exactly was your go- goal going on to this show um Obviously, you knew you were single, and anybody that you met was going to be a guy that was already in a relationship. So were you going into this? Well, it sounds like you actually just kind of answered it. You were just kind of going into it looking to have fun. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just going into the whole process um, open-minded. I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. I was just going with the, my main thing was going with the flow. And um, I did really want to make a genuine connection with someone. And, um, 
you know, it's, I wanted to work on like personal things too, you know, like opening up, breaking down my walls. And, Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I went in there with some things, but mostly just kind of went to have fun and go with the flow. (laughs) Is, Is that something you have struggled with in the past? Just being a little closed off? and not being yes. easy to get to know? Mm, I'm, I think I'm pretty easy to get to know. Um, I just I just don't let anybody in, you know. Um, so I feel like sometimes I'm a little bit closed off. I only let the right people in, I guess. Okay. What is your, what is your relationship history um, in terms of uh, serious boyfriends? I've only dated one person. I've been in one serious relationship, and that was like, in high school till like two or three years out of high school. So it was like a high school sweetheart kind of thing. And then I learned a lot from the relationship. So I don't, you know, um, regret anything or what happened. Um, it just, are you friends? Are are you friends are still in touch with him at all or no? Um, I I actually was before the show. He did not want me to go on the show. Um, And yeah, so I haven't talked to him since. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Uh, yeah. When when you guys introduced yourselves as singles, if I'm not mistaken, your little one liner was directed at. Was it directed at Kendall? Because you specifically said like your man will be seeing a lot. You'll be seeing a lot of me with your man at bonfire. Were you directing that at Kendall or you or, or Erica? I guess in that it, instance, or was it just yeah. in general? <laughs> It was to Erica. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, honestly, when I was up there, I was, I was completely like blacked out. Like my, like my eyesight, like I was so like shy and scared to go up there. And so I kind of just went with like the easiest way to point instead of like pointing to like maybe nowhere. Um, and it just so happened to be the front right with Kendall and Erica. <laughs> So was Kendall somebody when you were looking at the guys, obviously that was the first time you had seen the four men mm-hmm. that were gonna be you were gonna be competing for. Was Kendall the one that you were initially attracted to? Actually, no. It was Corey. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so why Corey... so why did nothing ever happen with you and Corey? So Corey and I we talked, um, we had great conversations and then it kind of was more of Nicole talking to him, you know, getting to know him more. And for me, I was respecting the friendship there. So I was like, okay, you know what? Those two can, they seem like they have a great connection and I'll let that keep going. And then I just started it up talking to Kendall more. Okay. So you have obviously every date that Kendall has been on has been with you. And I was curious about this. When you guys had the first dates, and the men had to choose you in front of their girlfriends. And Erica made a comment about you might want to sanitize that hand. Did you hear that in the moment, or did you not hear that until the episode aired? I didn't hear that until the episode aired. <laughs> and what were your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, once I saw it, I mean, she kind of talks a lot of shit, but I don't know if she can really back it. Um, hmm. But, I don't, you know, I didn't care, really. It's... I've had worse things said about me, and so it didn't really get to me. Okay, here's something that I that I noticed on social media, and I don't know. I I think I might know the answer to it without ever having spoken to you in my life. But <laughs> I could have sworn at the beginning of the season you had a public Instagram profile that had a bunch of pictures on it. When I go to your Instagram now, I see it's private, and there's six photos, or there's only six posts. 
did you do that or am I looking at the wrong? This is Alexis Jordan is Alexis uh, Jordan is your Instagram, right? Yeah. Um, I have. So I rarely ever posted before. I think the most out of the, I think I've had my Instagram for maybe like six years. And I think the most pictures I've had was like 32. Um, I really don't take pictures. <laughs> um, I I don't really care about social media, really. Um, it just now after the show, it's kind of been a little bit more um, yeah. posting more and trying to, you know, stay on it, um, which is probably going to be a little bit hard for me because I'm <laughs> not into all that stuff. So um, I have some friends that are forcing it on me and making me stick with a schedule of posting and whatnot. Okay. Cause right now I only, I mean, I, it's private and I don't follow you because well, you're private. Um, but it <laughs> says you only have six posts. And I, I, yeah. I just couldn't remember it at the beginning of the season. There were, you were public at the beginning of the season, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I have like 12 posts now. Oh, okay. When mm-hmm. I look at, when I look at it, it says six. Um, so is this something to where, and this is my guess, and this is where I said I, I, I can guess maybe why you went private. Is it because there are just trolls commenting on your captions about the way you're acting on the season? Is that accurate? Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's, yeah, I don't mean, okay. after the season, I plan to, you know, bring it back to um, public. But right now it's just, I literally get so much each week. Um, just random hate comments and yeah. you know, they, they get pretty gross and disgusting. So, um, yeah. you know, I just, instead of having to delete it or have to read it, I just don't deal with it and keep my, um, yeah, it's unfortunate. That's, but, uh, and the unfortunate thing as well is even though you went on uh, a television show to have fun, it's just that fans of these shows are, are maniacal. Yeah. I mean, they just, they feel, and I, and I had this conversation just now with, with Nicole. And the thing is yeah. like, my problem with it is, you know, there's one thing to be like, Hey, well, this is what you signed up for. It's like, no, you didn't sign up mm-hmm. to get told to be called names and maybe have right. a death threat or whatever. That's ridiculous. Um, and if, yeah, and no, if somebody has an opinion about you, which they're allowed to form, mm-hmm. if you choose to go on oh, a scene, yeah. They don't necessarily have to share it. And the problem is they all do. They all feel like, right. oh, because I saw Alexis have sex on television, I'm going <laughs> to tell her how I feel about that. And Right, exactly. And if it's not positive or just you can if people want to hate Alexis, that's fine. Just don't Yeah. Just don't write on her page how much you hate her. Like it's just stupid. <laughs> right. It doesn't make a lot of sense yeah, to no. me, but, but we know what happens. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so let's get to the, uh, the Kendall stuff. Um, cause obviously you've been on every date with him. He's never asked anybody else out up through six episodes. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we, I've had Kendall on the podcast. I've had Erica on the podcast. So, and now I'm having you, um, I want to know from you exactly what you, um, wh- where it started with Kendall and what attracted you to him the most. So with Kendall, it's like our conversations, you know, it wasn't just small talk. It was, we were, you know, getting not just to the point, but, you know, we were actually making great conversation and having a genuine connection. And um, just each time we had a conversation, it was just, it kept growing and getting deeper. And then um, what attracted me to him, or it was like, he was, you know, he's tall. (laughs) I love a tall guy, guy, and I always end up with a short guy. So, um, 
which that's weird. But, um, yeah, I know he was tall. He had a great smile. Um, you know, and he just, he seemed confident. So, um, which I also like. Yeah. Uh, he's quite confident. Uh, we, we (laughs) clearly see that as we watch the show. Um, so when, okay. So was your goal at some point, like once you started developing stronger feelings for him and it was more than, oh, wow, this is, I came out here for fun, but I, I'm actually starting to have feelings for this guy. Mm-hmm. And then the whole, because I think the first night that we saw you guys go back to his room, you ended up leaving at the end of the night. And then the next time it was okay. And then, you know, the sex <laughs> happened. Um, yeah. Is it, was that something planned or how did it all come about? And did you have a, because obviously clearly there's hours and hours of footage and we we get 40 minutes a week. Was there yeah. a, was there a deep conversation about hey if we have sex which I'm I'm all for but if we have sex you realize what this is maybe going to be how it's going to be portrayed did you guys think about that or did you just be like hey I just want oh, to yeah, live in the no, moment yeah no I um I definitely kept asking Kendall about it um I think it was around our third date um I think there was like a clip where it said you know if, um not breaking any rules if anything happens i think that's what i said um it was a little bit deeper of a conversation before that um not just that part but um yeah no we definitely talked about it i talked to him about it and how he would feel afterwards and um he just seemed very okay with everything yeah i mean were you surprised that he felt so okay with everything i mean you knew they had no rules he had established that like hey Mm -hmm. eric and i have no rules so yeah. If it goes here, it goes here, and I, and, I, and I'll and I'll go with it. So, were you surprised though that they had no rules and he was willing to do that? I, I yeah. I mean, compared to the other guys, he was way way more open. Um, but you know, after getting to know Kendall, it wasn't you know much of. I didn't really think about it afterwards. After you know, he said it was fine, mm. and that you know, he Eric he said Erica would get over it, which. I personally probably wouldn't get over it if I was in her shoes, but well, that that was my next question is yeah. Um, if you're Erica, and obviously you've seen uh, you've seen the episodes, you've seen how Erica had to watch this at Bonfire, and you probably knew these were the clips that she was going to get shown at Bonfire. But when Erica is shown these clips, it, and you're watching it back, is there a part of you that? Is there a part of you that feels bad at all? Or you were just like, hey, this is what you guys signed up for. You guys made no rules. You can't be mad at him. Where did you stand on all that? Or where do you stand? Um, yeah, I definitely didn't feel bad, honestly. Um, I felt bad of how he like treated her more, um, but not he agreed with no rules. I mean, it was kind of a test, it seemed like, and he clearly broke it, but you know, it kind of seems a little two-sided of with going with no rules. Um, I don't know. I I wouldn't have done that. That's for sure. Okay. Yeah. I um. That that's. The, I had the same exact conversation with Nicole. It's like I, I get where people are upset with him because of mm-hmm. you know I can't believe you've done that. You disrespected your girlfriend. Right. Um. But the people that are also saying, I can't believe this is happening. You know, what's the, what's the devil? What's the opposite here? 
and that's four couples that go out there and twiddle their thumbs and don't do anything with anybody for mm-hmm. for a month and that's the most boring tv show on television right. so what exactly yeah. do you want then because i don't know how like now get it they they established hey we have no rules whereas someone mm-hmm. like tom and chelsea said no kissing no sex no one in the bed yeah so it, but on kendall's side and we're just speaking about kendall here mm-hmm. It seems like, and this seems to be the consensus online, is that he said no rules to Erica because this is exactly what he wanted to do. Do you agree with that? That it's what she, that he, he wanted to or she? No, no, that he decided, well, we're going to have no rules because I want to be able to cheat, hook up, do whatever, and you not say, hey, you cheated on me because we came into this with no rules. Like, Do you think that he, he established that because this is exactly what he wanted to do? basically be able to have a hall pass or whatever free pass to do right yeah i feel like that yeah that's probably pretty true um (laughs) i yeah i haven't really thought about it that way but um yeah okay i feel like it was definitely a hall pass for him (laughs) at at any point when um well i mean last night i mean in, in this week's episode we saw that you guys were talking about you know he asked you about if we left the island together, could you see us together? And you're talking about family and babies and you want 10 babies. <laughs> oh, wait, no, you made that up, right? That was a lie. Yes. Ten babies. I was kidding, of yeah. course. Yeah. Um. So, okay, so let's get to the, the, the most talked about moment of the season, the threesome. Mm-hmm. So when Nicole... It, well, it first started in the when you guys were all in the pool and you guys started making out and then you and then you skinny dipped... Mm-hmm. Was this something that had slowly developed? Like, you, obviously, you knew Nicole was bisexual. She had, I'm sure mm-hmm. she told you guys probably early on in the process. Yeah. But was it something where it just developed that you, because you spent so much time with Nicole, that you developed just more of a, wow, she's really cool. And, like, what led you down that road to be like, you know what, I'm interested in hooking up with her as opposed to just being great friends with her? Uh, I mean, for me, it was I was always just great friends with her um i that's i don't know i kendall was the one who asked me to ask nicole to come to bed with us and because i've that's something that's kind of new for me um so i was open for trying something new and it just kind of she was the one you know the easy not easy sorry that's rude um like the (laughs) the closest person that would probably um you know, want to do that with us. Okay. So Kendall, yeah. Kendall was the one that asked this. Yes. Oh, did not yeah, know that. Which is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and you said what was, I mean, I, I, I feel, I think I can ask you this. Was this your first time with another woman? Yes. Like <laughs> there's been other times that weren't really like, fully like a threesome um this yeah so this time was mm, a, i would consider a real threesome <laughs> yeah because uh, i because i had asked nicole i said look nicole this may seem like a silly question but uh, d- did a threesome actually happen or did they make you pull the sheets up and make it because they wanted to tease the audience and she's like no no it i had the best sexual i mean she said it was the best sexual experience of her life so <laughs> um so it definitely seemed like uh this wasn't like some stunt for tv it definitely was three, yeah no <laughs> three people having fun with each other 
So, okay, so this was new to you. So what made, I, I guess mm-hmm. I guess what I'm asking is like, what made you do this? What made you want to go down that road? You could have said, Kendall, I, I'm, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to, or, or you were just like, I, I kind of want to. Was it, was it a drinking thing? Did alcohol play a role in this? Oh yeah, it definitely, you know, it definitely like loosened me up some to make the decision. Um, yeah. If I was sober, I most likely would have probably said no. Um, okay. But you know, it was just, I think it was just the whole night. It's just the vibes that were going on. Um, it was, you know, it was a fun, fun night. So I didn't want to end it boring. <laughs> so when, w- once it happened, did the dynamic get tougher because like, were there feelings for, I guess I just asked you straight up, were there feelings for Nicole or was this strictly a physical, I was, you know, I was drunk. We were, you know, the vibe was there. And it was just a lot of fun. Or were, did you start having some sort of feelings for Nicole? I didn't grow feelings for Nicole. Um, it was just for me at night and a fun night. Um, and I think this last episode, it kind of, you know, it seemed like she was trying to get her way in and acting like she was her toy. And I was like, no, <laughs> we definitely, oh, I definitely don't think she's a toy or like, you know, thought of her that way by any means. Um, I, for me, it was just a night and then, yeah. Okay. Is, is, a fun night. is there a way, obviously we're not going to, we can't talk about future episodes and what happens, mm-hmm. but was there a fear for you maybe that Kendall on his next date would ask her out or no? No. Okay. So you, yeah. you pretty much knew that this, this was strictly a, a, a vibing fun night. Alcohol was flowing. Yeah. She, there was attraction there physically and three people went mm-hmm. at it. Okay. Um, yeah. so after that, the dynamic did not really change at all. Um, we don't know what's coming up, but mm-hmm. uh, other than the clip that was released today, there's going to be some eliminations next week. Yes. I, I don't think you're getting eliminated. Um, <laughs> but, um, so at this point you're, you're six episodes in, I, mm-hmm. I can, I can tell just in talking to you, um, it probably hasn't been the greatest social media experiment for you, uh, experience for you, has it, for the first six weeks? You know, <laughs> um, it could have been better for sure, um, but it's it's been okay. I really don't mind. I don't, I don't let random people's comments, you know, get to me. You know, the only people that I care about, you know, that – have their opinions is like my family or my close friends. So um, it, may, it honestly makes me laugh seeing random people's comments okay. and their concerns about me. <laughs> well, just, just curious, what is what have your family and friends said about what happened this season? Obviously, I'm sure they knew before it aired. I'm sure you gave them a heads up. But what when it's played mm-hmm. out and they've actually watched it, what have they said to you? Oh no, they they love it. They they didn't know that there was this side of Alexis out there. Because um, honestly, I'm which a lot of people don't know about me. I'm actually very shy, and I am not open like that normally. <laughs> um, so this is a new side to them, and you know they love it. Is this a side that you're going to keep? Is this a side you like, or was this just a hey? I was on a TV show for a month. I'm just going to leave it at that and. I'm that that part of me was left on in Maui and I'm just going to go back to being shy Alexis <laughs> no um there's always that part of Alexis you know that the fun outgoing um 
I might not show that side of me every day like I did on the island, but um, it's it's still there for sure. Okay. Um, and yeah. wh- what is your what is your background in terms of what you've? I know you said you grew up in Washington State. What where where in Washington State, and what did you? do in high school you were cheerleader did you, uh, were, you were you a nerd were you the a, a jock what were you in high school um so i grew up in this small town called chehalis it was a small little country town where everyone knew everyone's drama so mm. that is not it's not new to me you know so i've grown up with that so um being on tv it kind of made it you know easy but um i played sports all growing up i played soccer and softball um, and I was friends with everybody. I don't think I belong to one clique. Um, hmm. I just, you know, I made friends with everybody. Did you go, did you go off to college or did you stay home before you came I did LA? go to college for a year and a half and, um, decided that it wasn't really for me. <laughs> but then also at that time I was moving down to California. So I chose sunshine and happiness over <laughs> sad cold rain yeah um what what do you do now um i'm actually unemployed right now um i used to work at warner brothers studios but i got laid off in may due to the pandemic um oh and i haven't really decided what i want to do next i'm kind of waiting for the show to finish up um i don't really know the you know opportunities that the show will bring me but um kind of just letting it play out going yeah. with the flow no, yeah um, mm-hmm. at, at the end, at the end of all this, um, when we ultimately see what happens and, um, how it all plays out, can you say that you are satisfied with how it played out? Are you, uh, regretting how it played out? What, what is your thought process without giving away what happens at the end, how you feel about how everything por- happened this season? <laughs> I'm satisfied with mostly everything. Um, if there was something I could change while I was on the island, I definitely would. Um, but other than that, I think I had a great time on the island, and yeah. What? Wait, if there if there was one thing you could change, it would be what? I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If I could change one thing, there would be something, but yeah. But it hasn't. But it has not aired yet. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't say yeah. That. Um, okay. Well, we'll we'll definitely be watching, uh, Alexis. I I appreciate yeah. you coming on and and doing this, of and um, uh, it'll be up uh, tomorrow, and you can check it out, mm-hmm. you and Nicole. Right. And um, I appreciate you coming on, and we'll uh, we'll be watching. Of course. I'm excited to listen tomorrow. Thanks, Alexis. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. Bye. So thank you to Alexis for that. And I, I, I've, I've, in the people that I've spoken to when I've watched this show and when she said that she's a, you know, I, I don't know if people are going to believe this, but I am really shy. I can absolutely tell that she's a, a shy girl. I, I, I just get that. Vi- I've always gotten that vibe from her. That's why I was kind of trying to dig about the the, the threesome of like wh- where did this come from? And um, like you said, it was just this seems like this was to her nothing more than hey, fun night, we're drinking. Let's let's do something different. Let's let's switch it up. Let's let's have fun. And um, but yeah, I, I I totally buy that that she's uh, 
a shy girl. But uh, I appreciate her coming on and sharing that and Nicole before her. So another Temptation Island week in the books. Next week we'll uh, be back to interviewing uh, one half of the couples. I don't know if we've we've got two left. We've got Jillian and Kristen and uh, Corey and Aaron. I don't know who's next week, but uh, it will be one of them. So uh, thank you all for tuning in. Please rate, subscribe, and review an Apple podcast. Much appreciated. And we're chugging along here. Uh, thank you all for listening. And I, um, like I said, I wouldn't uh, wouldn't be 230 or whatever podcasts into this uh, without the audience. So I appreciate you guys and love the feedback. Uh, any feedback I can get on, on these podcasts and these guests. So for uh, Nicole and Alexis, I'm Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in, and we will talk to you next week. See you.